0: back with library lab episode two hi hi
1: this is jen thanks for, mike. thanks
0: for clearing that up so <laughs> that they knew exactly who that was they
1: might have missed the first episode
0: it's true very good very good. jen
1: williams this is mike barry
0: there you go i'm going to
1: talk to you about library and tech
0: that's right and <laughs> very good intro and uh today jen's going to be interviewing me as we still continue to figure out uh different tools and how we're going to post these podcasts so fire away
1: All right. So, Mike, tell me a bit about yourself. What compelled you to become involved in education and specifically curriculum and technology?
0: Well, that's a funny story. Uh, I actually graduated with a degree in children's literature and I was going to go into publishing. That was my original plan. Um, But my family uh, are educators and I kind of fell into a teaching job. Uh, out of college and in kindergarten, teaching kindergarten, and then um, went from there to being a building principal, and from a building principal to a, a curriculum director, and from a curriculum director to a curriculum and technology director,
1: and moving up the ladder.
0: Then it just kind of uh, kept going that way. I've always had an interest in technology, um, but I was not the most tech savvy teacher when I was teaching. When I was classroom teacher, it wasn't until later on that I kind of saw some efficiencies and power in power and connecting. And when I was a principal. I was in a school way out in the country, and I was pretty isolated, and that's when I set up my Twitter account, and that's kind of how I really launched into connecting and using uh, digital tools more often.
1: Interesting. Thank you, Mike. Go
0: ahead.
1: All right. From your perspective, what are some of the biggest changes or challenges that you've seen facing education in Vermont?
0: I think right now the biggest challenges are around too many things happening at once, whether that's initiatives or laws or mergers or whatever it is. There's just too many competing interests for people to really focus in and do good work on. And so I think at least in our district, we're we're trying hard to really focus in on on smaller concepts and fewer so that we can feel like we're getting somewhere and really build those foundational steps to be able to tackle the rest of it. But I think statewide, that's the biggest challenge right now. And even in terms of technology, there's just so much available that people don't know. You know. It's like overwhelming saturation of too much stuff. I so I think I think that that's the the biggest challenge right now is there's just, it feels like there's too much stuff.
1: I feel that sometimes too. Like
0: today. Yeah, like today.
1: <laughs> All right, where were we? What are your thoughts about how schools can ensure equitable access to technology for students and staff, and what are some of the roadblocks that you think are in the way of that?
0: I'll start with the roadblocks. I think roadblocks are adults personal device preferences. I think that that's like they're really um, I like Macs or I really need Word um, because one of, the, one of the easiest ways I think we can knock down the uh, equity barrier are tools like Chromebooks, mm-hmm. which are affordable, um, really accessible for students. I, I really love the idea of a kid being able to go to Walmart and buy a $200 computer and become a creator.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's
0: a, that's a big deal to me versus a MacBook, which for many is
1: unattainable.
0: Right. Exactly. So I think when we talk about change and equity for kids and we say we want to use tools like Chromebooks because we can outfit it for every kid in the building. um, But, uh, but teachers have preferences around devices and, and may not be as open to that. And I think that that can be a challenge. I'm not, blaming teachers at all. But I think that that's one of the challenges to um, getting a very quick, equitable system in place versus, you know, spending the next five years trying to afford max for every kid or something like that. I right. think that that's really unattainable. Right.
1: We can save the school a lot of money too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think now what you can do on a Chromebook has really caught up.
1: I can't wait to watch your show with Jeffrey on what you can do on a Chromebook.
0: Yeah, we're going to tackle photo editing first. That's our first show. Oh, awesome. Photo editing, yeah. All right, right, go ahead. Where was it?
1: Um, Oh, what support and resources are available for our faculty and our staff?
0: That is a really good question. Um we are working on a couple of different things right now. First, the best resource is people. So we have tech integrationists or library media specialists in each building um, that people can access. We have tech support folks that people can access. We have me that people can contact and I can help out with with things. So I think that people are are a good resource, but we are working hard on, and I just showed you um, a sample, but uh, a website where people can go for frequently asked questions Uh, tools, demonstrations, how-tos, licenses, questions, um, suggestions for apps, demonstrations and models, uh, previous student works, things like that. We're really working on compiling that so that people have a place to go to find out information versus kind of wondering. Um, Like we got in the hallway, somebody asked us, how do I project and show speaker notes? In Google Slides, yeah, we
1: could put that's the an example.
0: Right, sure. that, that's an example that we could put in frequently asked questions. So when that comes up, people know that they can go there and take a look at it. So those kinds of things. Um, but it's work in progress. We definitely have some work to do.
1: It always is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome resource though when it's
0: when it's ready. That's right. Job security too. Mm-hmm.
1: and Montpelier-Roxbury Public
0: Schools headed? Myself? I don't want to answer that question. I have no idea. <laughs> um, Montpelier-Roxbury, what I see as a, um, a general theme across the, the schools is um, you know, having more discussions K-12, through but also embracing some of this technology to um, be able to be more transparent about what's going on. So one of the things that I'm looking at is how we may be able to have an internal blog that is just for educators in the district and um, using a labeling system, use it as a way to share what's going on, connect people. Um, Innovation doesn't happen in isolation. So when people see what's going on in other schools and other classrooms, they can reach out to those people and start to innovate and connect and collaborate and so I'm really looking for ways to do that, and I think that that will help us in our pre-K through 12 conversations, which everybody's kind of said is what we need to to really focus on.
1: So we'll just have our own kind of district PLN among ourselves.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And accessible to all, whether you're on social media or not, and you know it's it's right there within our Google domain, and
1: we can link to it on the resources website. Correct. Awesome. Go ahead. Okay, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt if you could?
0: I'd love to write, um, or I've always wanted to make a documentary. I do a lot of work with video, and um, I really like it as a medium for storytelling. Or, you know, just podcasting all the time would be. Like I, I like to produce content and I like to tell stories. So if there were something that I could do outside of school, that would be something I'd love to try. But I'd to love collaborate to
1: try. On the, I would love to make a documentary yeah. as well. I'm helping some students so, now with a movie they're making.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. It's awesome. what's, what's the movie about?
1: It's a, like a play on Cinderella,
0: oh, nice. modern day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like the research element of documentary, of being able to, to do some hard research. As well as tell a story with visual tools.
1: And learning something new about something and digging deeper into it. Yeah. Totally.
0: Bigfoot in Vermont. Nobody's done it yet. Just Mm, saying. I don't know
1: if you're going to convince me on that. Just
0: saying. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: Okay profession
0: other than your own would you like to attempt if you could? I'd love to write um, or I've always wanted to make a documentary. I do a lot of work with video and um, I really like it as a medium for storytelling or you know just podcasting all the time would be like I, I like to produce content and I like to tell stories so if there was something that I could do outside of school that would be something i'd love to try i'd love to try on that.
1: i would love to make a documentary yeah. as well i'm helping some students so, now with a movie they're making oh really yeah it's awesome. what's, what's the movie about it's a like a play on cinderella
0: oh nice. modern day nice mm-hmm. yeah i think i like the research element of documentary of being able to to do some hard research as well as tell a story with visual tools
1: and learning something new yeah not something and digging deeper into it yeah. totally
0: bigfoot in vermont nobody's done it yet just saying mm, i don't know
1: if you're gonna convince me on just that. saying so um are there any questions that i should have asked that i didn't
0: no i think you covered it i think the big thing that i want to emphasize about all of your questions was really You know, I said this to somebody earlier today, we have George Jetson technology right now and we use it so infrequently Mm -hmm. for communication that I think that that's something that I really want to focus in on within the district, but also modeling that for teachers. You know, I see educators spend hours on a weekly newsletter when they could do a two minute video. And and save themselves some time and energy, but also connect in in really meaningful ways and model for kids. Those are the efficiencies that I think we can bring to the table through tools like this podcast or the shows or the websites or things like that. We can really provide that support for educators. And that's what I think we need to work on.
1: I totally agree. Yeah. And. Speaking of George Jetson, can I have my oven cook my dinner for me tonight?
0: You can try. <laughs> I don't think it'll work, but you should give it a try. Record that. That'll going be interesting. I'm willing to. And there's Library Lab Episode 2. <laughs>